0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
1: For the ones who work
2: hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early
4: all right everybody welcome back to the tnq podcast i'm your host marcus luttrell every week it's my job to fire you up to ignite the legend inside of you and to push you to your greatness join me every week as i take you into my briefing room with some of the most hard charging people on the planet They're going to show you how to embrace the suck of life, teach you the values of working your ass off, and charge through whatever life throws at you. This is the Team Never Quit Podcast. Podcast. So
1: buckle up, buttercup. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I've got a great Patreon question for you guys, and then it's it's going to grow legs because I have another conversation. Actually, I'm going to go backwards. Have y'all seen this story right here yet? Where at the Amarillo Zoo, their night camera caught this picture. And this is real news. It's not fake. They've posted this on the internet. And they're trying to identify what this creature animal is. What do you guys think? Chupacabra? It's like one of my buddies.
0: Is that Mikey? person.
1: It's like, it's something crazy. I mean, it could be a person, but those are some... Do you guys see Northman? Skeletal legs. Not yet.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. My sister
0: saw That's it.
2: North... It's North... That's... Because they wear the werewolf heads. Yeah. And they... The Norseman, and they chant before they go into battle, man. That looks like something from yeah. Northman. Dude,
4: that could be some old cowboy... <laughs> See them legs like he's been
2: saddled up for a whole life. He's all bow legged too. Bow That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he
1: walks in a seated position. <laughs> Trying to his own business. Yeah. yeah. That's walks it looks like position. A, position. Position. I'm still a skinny riding.
0: man with yeah, like a headdress, a wolf kind of headdress on,
4: or a
2: mullet. <laughs> it, might <be> a mullet. <laughs> a mullet. it might be a mullet. It's dude. a peace <laughs> pipe, and the guy's smoking a peace pipe with a mullet. Yeah.
1: It's, it does look like Sonic the Hedgehog. That's crazy. I I thought that was an interesting story, which so rolls what do me. You think? I, I don't know. I I looked up what, what a chupacabra does the looks zoo like. Think? They don't. They genuinely aren't sure. They literally posted a news article. I think this is from
2: the zoo's marketing department. It's got, it's got a, it's a, doing a great it's job. Brilliant <laughs> if it is. You top notch. Top notch. Top notch.
0: So what's which zoo is it? I told you, man, uh, it's
2: one Amarillo. Of the and oh, the employees
1: of got real drunk. They're, they're driving they're driving the revenue up.
0: At Amarillo, they're trying to get toys. I've seen all kinds of things walking out on the streets
4: these days, man. There ain't no telling. I've seen some of those in the We Vegas. got all kinds of stuff down here now.
0: Actually, I think, so. <laughs> babe, you yeah. have a speech in Amarillo.
4: In I'll go, the go fall check it out then.
2: We are going to go, it go to the zoo
1: and <laughs> we're going to check night. it out. Yeah. Yeah. If awesome.
2: you don't recreate that, you don't have a hand. No, I will. I'll be out there. I'll take the Men in Black crew with me. We've got to recreate We've got to recreate that. Check
3: awesome.
1: it out. Good job, Amarillo. Do you do you, <laughs> so here's the question for you guys from our Patreon guests. Do you believe in superstitions? Yes. Oh yeah. Melanie, I know you got stuff to talk about on this one. <laughs> of what course. do you t- talk to me?
3: I'm from
0: Louisiana. I mean, yes. She's well,
2: got some chicken bones in her pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Full of superstitions. Yeah. Um, yeah, like never I Freak out on the kids if they walk under a ladder. Like you do not walk under a ladder. You do not break a mirror. You do not like a lot of step those on a things. Crack. Yeah, I, I will not. So step yeah, on most a crack. of them like,
3: we, uh, like
0: there's just. Yeah, you just there's some things that mess up your juju. Like you can't do it.
1: My sister won't let me split the pole, like where you like, you know, if everyone's walking to the right oh, and if you cut the yeah. oh, left. Yeah. <laughs> the bread and butter. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I do not believe in superstitions personally, so I will intentionally do the things that irritate my sister. Okay. So if it's like you walk under a ladder, Good if it's man. break the what <laughs> I'll do the opposite of just Of course
0: a, you would, Andrew. I don't oh, what, it yes. The rebellious <laughs> one. That's a rebellious me. How about yeah. you
2: guys? Oh, I guarantee you. I mean, on the boat, if so, every landing aboard the ship is graded, right? So the mission was secondary to coming back and trying to land aboard the boat because you know you got 5,000 people watching you. You know, we call it danger. We call it danger TV, man. Ain't no pressure. You when know, you're always
4: going to have an audience. Yeah.
2: You got 5,000 people and every landing's graded, right? So. Uh, When we'd pull into port, we'd have a little what we call folks will folly skit. So we'd have a party and the squadron that had the best landing grades would get an award. And then the pilots who had the the top 10 pilots who had the best grades. And then the number one uh, guy or gal got top hook, right? And, of course, he got a patch. So I had, like, a string of Pilots okays. in your patches, man. Oh, my God, <laughs> So man. are y'all
4: on Vox when this is going down?
2: Do they open it up to the ship to hear no, you all no, when you No, you're tu- no, no, Oh, because that'd be cool. That would be terrifying. That'd <laughs> that'd be hilarious yeah. if we could hear y'all. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. That's what's funny in, like, Top Gun when, what is it, a Cougar and Merlin are yelling in the cockpit, I'll, land the plane, and the, everybody hears it. I'm yeah. like, that's, that did not happen, because that's only in her cockpit. But I had, like, a string. I had, like, 14 or 15... Good landings in a row, and I was like leading. So I would not change my flight boots. I used the same flight suit. I did not break what had got me to that point, and people were starting to not sit next to me in the ready room anymore because <laughs> I think I was getting a little ripe. But I did not, and I ended up getting top hook on that, that oh, for that nice. period. So
0: it's like a football game. A lot of guys won't wear different socks oh, yeah. or whatever. Like they won't. What watch about their on uniform. the teams? I guarantee
4: you, yeah. uh, you, you guys <laughs> maybe. Wow. It's superstition, not a word. That's what normal folks use. Oh, we have one of my buddies it's would so not normal. change his uniform or bathe. He was one of my snipers, and this guy's a lawyer. I mean, if you look at him, he wouldn't even when he was out there. He had to have his own tent. I had one guy that chewed on a cigar. He was my primary driver, and he chewed on a cigar for two deployments. That's six months. He had uh, duct tape and riggers tape around that thing, and he would velcro it to the top of his Humvee <laughs> visor. And before every op. We get in there and I had this whole crank up procedure like yeah. I get on the comms and just be like just get them some, you know roll out yep, I mean, just here fire we go. the fire yeah just like that man and down would pull that freaking thing uh, that that freaking sc- sc- full of duct tape and start chewing on that sucker he goes ever since I started chewing on this nobody so much has got a fucking splinter <laughs> 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 Hey, dude I mean, guys from across the board would... Every one of them had their own thing. Yeah. It was almost as if when you would watch them go through it, it would break the tension on everybody sure. else. Because they... you like, super, check out the weird guy. Yeah, <laughs> super focused on what that... And um, it's a it, it it snaps you into a routine. Yeah, don't walk yeah. under a ladder dumb shit because shit could fall on you and you could... There's there's a lot of stuff that goes with that.
2: Yeah. There's been a couple
4: <laughs> of them that dropped on us when, uh, when we were going to do something. And normally I won't show those out loud, but when they happen, I'm like... Uh, We're going the opposite direction, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, like a black cat um, crossing the road or whatever. He has turned around and we've gone (laughs) to like a totally different route because Uh, a black
4: cat was. Okay, so so what what, is what we were going to do when that freaking black cat crossed my path? And I was like, (laughs) nope. That's a (laughs) sign, man. I didn't want to go anyways. No, I'm not superstitious (laughs) on that at all. But that moment going to that thing when that that happened, I was like, Noted.
2: I got it. <laughs> I was like,
4: all my buddies can't be wrong at the same time. Uh, <laughs> message received. Yeah, got it right. Locked in. Black cat
1: confirmed. Yeah, it. yeah.
2: Never again was it a problem. But on that day, I was like, oh. yeah. It's interesting because I, th- I think we're kind of educated people, man. But being superstitious, but it 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 has served us right. So uh-huh. the guy with the cigar had served him right. My stinky boots and flight suits served me. What a great stories though! It got me here. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. And when you hear
2: them guys that don't change their socks or they they,
4: they do this something, the rubber band, the rubber band mm-hmm. guys are yeah. hilarious. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. We all go through that rubber band phase, I think. <laughs> <laughs> see them wearing on a wrist. Yeah, that's a, yeah. a phase. <laughs> yeah, rubber yeah. band phase. It's a phase.
0: Also cuts <laughs> off our circulation. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see <laughs> the guys wearing three
1: and four
4: of them? Might have a talk with them. <laughs> <laughs> and their hands turning purple. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. Three, but, three <laughs> and four of them. Hey, we, we need to talk, man. I get one or two, but.
0: Andrew, are you su- you're not superstitious. I'm not superstitious oh my gosh. at
4: all. Good for you. I mean... That just means life's mean to you.
1: It's not that I don't blame you. <laughs> it, right? right? I have terrible luck. I'm not blaming this on <laughs> anything. Hey,
4: dude, I don't have anything to blame it on sure, it, I can't
1: blame I'm it on not, the rubber band. That's just okay. hard as
2: shit. <laughs> Take, that's, that's You, you didn't that's have a pet dude. rock growing up or anything? No, I tried or? to sell
1: a rock when I was a kid, but it was my not my pet. How brilliant is that guy? That's who we need to get. <laughs> Find that guy. Pet rock, dude. Is he still alive? Yeah, no kidding, John, kid,
2: what about you?
4: Uh, Not really... Kind of the ladder thing. Yeah, don't walk under a ladder because
1: people could drop stuff on you. I like, think That makes sense. It's purely just a safety yeah. purpose. not actually superstition. <laughs> it's safety. Yeah, yeah. That's safety. if yeah, yeah. I had right. a cranial on. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do
4: love the song Superstition by Stevie Wonder, though. Especially yeah. Stevie Ray Vaughan's version. Great rhythm. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> I think was. that's about as far as I get in superstition. Right. That don't break the mirror because you'll
2: cut yourself. That's yeah, right, exactly. safety. Yeah. Now,
4: well,
2: yeah. <laughs> when I, I was at A&M like decades ago, but I remember they said, "Do not walk on the grass because every blade of grass is a dead Aggie." Right? Yes. Oh, that's a thing. All right. Oh, god. That's a, so no. you guys are full of superstition.
4: Hey, they, so I think the academy has one too. If you walk across on your with your boots or something, like I got a buddy with the academy went to the. Academy yeah. and went, went to the yeah, they're funny about walking on, on that stuff. Oh yeah. That's, no, no, no. Okay,
0: so back to that with going into a cemetery like I ass
4: whipping do kind of,
0: not like walk, walk on the on grave like i still like,
4: don't do that i still that don't do that either out.
0: and it because you can wake the dead like i was always yeah. told as a kid you'll wake it's, the dead it's just disrespectful and yeah it is yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so i we go to the cemetery a lot um me and the kids we actually we love the geocaching thing yeah Um, And most of them are in cemeteries. And I'm like, do not walk on a grave. Um, So, yeah, that's another superstition thing. That
2: was ingrained
3: from a young
4: age. I tell you what, there's a monument built to Mike Murphy up in New York, and this kid smashed it. Oh, Mm -hmm. I remember that a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got hit by two different cars. At the same same time. time.
1: True story.
0: Died. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, my
2: God. No way.
4: So it depends on who you mess with.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yep, he did, and he was a kid. He was a teenager. He, I don't even think he knew who Michael Murphy was. It wasn't like a personal.
2: Just vandalism. It
0: was just vandalism. He was just being a punk. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. That's brutal. Yeah. I can tell you stories like that all day. Oof. That'll make you superstitious. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. There's a raise. Yeah. <laughs> 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 superstitious training in session. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't
4: change your mind. That's right. I just Here don't want to.
1: That was walk a great under a ladder H-way and watch what happens. Yeah. That was yeah. a good, a really good one. Yeah. Hey, we got a great guest in store for you guys. Matthew Wiz Buckley is a decorated retired Navy fighter pilot, turned CEO, published author, and renowned speaker for Fortune 500 companies. He's the founder of the Top Gun Fighter Foundation. Nation, whose mission is to support veterans. Wes, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having us. I yeah, man. It. Good to see y'all. So, it didn't take long to get here, huh? You really do all this? So low to shit, man. <laughs> That's not it's a lot of shit or it was a load like you didn't do any of it
4: you heard me I know <laughs> <laughs> you heard me the first time dude I, I every time we link up or it, it's usually I'll hear something from the other guys I'm yeah. like, man do you have any idea that this that guy does this I'm like no <laughs> doesn't surprise me though one of the nexus overachieving nexus we have oh, no,
2: but thanks man. for doing this Thank yeah that, up, bro. No, bro thanks for having me thanks for your hospitality too Melody. yeah and- your kids, too, man. No. <laughs> God-fearing good, good kids. It was an honor meeting them, too.
4: Thank you. Oh, I'll yeah. go in and whooping on them just because everything's so good. <laughs> keep them in line. It, just keep them in line, so bro. So are good? Just, <laughs> I don't want you to get too happy. <laughs> keep them
1: on their toes. <laughs> Poor Axanaddy. Uh, man, take us way back. Where, where did you grow up? How did you get yeah, where you're good. at? Yeah.
2: Born South Jersey, uh, South Philadelphia, one of six uh, Irish Catholic kids. And, are everybody uh, gangsters? No, I was Jersey Shore, like not the MTV SCSI one. Yeah, you I were. was like, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I Lies. yes, you were, dude. Come on, you're a pilot. Yes, you were. <laughs> Totally am a stereotype. All right. That's yeah. what that's for.
4: Okay, this that bothers right. me so bad. when people are like, look at me, and they're like, you're from Texas. You can you ride a horse? Yes, I thought that was the whole damn point. <laughs> I fit that stereotype. <laughs> if you're a pilot, I need to see patches everywhere. Yeah, I man. Have a you know patches ass, you can't even see. Kick-ass call sign. You know, great stories about you guys getting plenty of sleep. You know, all that stuff that we don't oh get. I and mean,
2: Navy pilot not an air force pilot those guys <laughs> have crew day man big, well, difference, big yeah. difference but well, yeah, uh, there's a huge difference yeah grew up jersey shore uh you know service above self type of thing my, my parents were just uh, always ingrained that i love the beach love flying i knew i wanted to serve my country so that was kind of a reese's peanut butter cup to uh, dad a pilot no 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 what'd he do his dad he, he, he worked in a law firm in atlantic city he's like an investigator his dad gangster yeah exactly yeah i knew it. <laughs> Knew it like <La> <laughs> Um But his dad was in the navy. He was on a sub in the Pacific. Come on, in World War II, man. Oh, so it, it, as a cook, yeah. oh, yeah. that yeah. might be the hardest job in the navy. Unbelievable. I I as a navy wife, that's it. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that's it. The navy wives, there, but he was, he was a cook on a sub in the Pacific, that's and awesome. I still have his uh, silver dolphins. It's really Aww. cool. Well, um, did you get? Like the boat and all that stuff. That's
4: cool, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those. That was a day, dude. That job I couldn't even imagine. No. Yeah, have on, you on ever a diesel, been on a sub? I had. Yeah, plenty. <laughs> I, that's why. Don't even get me started oh, about right. that. It's a joke. <laughs> I mean, I, they did that on purpose just to mess with me. This badass car I got is from sub duty.
2: You told me it's sitting in that thing for like ten hours. You can't and believe it. It. that's an
0: SDV. He was. That's actually, a smaller
4: version, but to get in a sub. In that we had to get on the sub. Oh, Fast really? attacks the boomers. I mean, I spent. I walked on diesel boats plenty of times. Yeah. I have such respect for. for for the bubbleheads and submariners. I tried to get my dolphins while we were on there. That's just it's harder you than tried you to get think. your qual. Wow. Yeah, because we were on there so long. True, and um, and it's just respect. That's why they get the best digs when they get they eat better than anybody. Yeah, 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 they yeah. get all the new movies that when they're partnered up. Man, they're they're they housing and it should be because you. It's True. a can of whoop ass that you throw freaking underwater. Yeah. yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. dangerous suckers, dude. And, and how'd that, you
2: fit in a rack? <laughs>
3: No,
4: they so put me every, on the torpedo tubes, man.
2: So everybody, <laughs> said, that's, that's, that was
4: terrifying. Fire one. We
0: actually, I have a picture of this. It's Marcus and his team and all of the guys are the I'm same I'm damn size. near the shortest one there. They're all the same. Well, whatever size. Oh somebody
4: God, lost man. a bet. I think my chief pissed somebody off. Go ahead.
0: They had to sleep in the torpedo racks.
2: <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah. Did they have a do not fire? Like, yeah, no <laughs> <piece>? oh, yeah. <laughs> they had it all
4: marked down and griped down and everything like that. And it was, dude, they had so much fun messing with us in oh, the beginning because I mean, when we would, I'll never forget laying on that rack. My elbow would touch the bottom of the rack, and my middle finger would touch the ceiling. Oh no, no, no. So to, to That's shift, how you had we had to slide out of the rack. You couldn't. Roll roll over. You couldn't roll over because your shoulders, you oh couldn't my even my God, man. And
0: the guys were stacked <laughs> shoulder to shoulder. Man. And dude. that's how they slept. No, I'm
4: oh, dude. It. The boat He's they would, flashbacks. They would do, <laughs> I am. They would and they stuck in an Australian SAS crew on I'll never forget it. The best best time and the worst time. And they would do missile drills and then bubble drills. And that boat would just be go from we'd lay in there and all of a sudden the, all the alarms would go off and that thing would go straight up. And breach out, and then we'd be like, and then the <laughs> torpedoes are sitting there, and then they'd sink that summer gun, and we, And I know it's because we pissed somebody off.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they call it angles and dangles. They're or angles something. and dangles yeah. all day on yeah. us, man. And then
4: the, the, the reactor kids, because there's nuclear reactors on this sucker, I'll, I'll never forget seeing one for the first time. You don't hear this? Dude, I was, uh, I was on the mess deck eating some pineapples. I don't, you don't know what day or time it is. No.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and this
4: kid walks up, he must have been 17. I mean, white as a ghost. This is what a white dude looks like, right? <laughs> and he had this big <laughs> pile glass on. He's covered in dust and dirt. And I had my, my poop, my coveralls pulled down. He mm-hmm. goes, You're one of the seals, right? He sat down right next to me because the myth. And I was just looking at him, man. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I was like, If you don't mind, do you mind telling me what it is you do? Really? He's like, I'm the, I'm the mop. The, the, I crawl under the reactors and clean up the dust bunnies. The, the dust, the radioactive, the, dust yeah.
0: The radio yes. he <laughs> is a legit, he's a legit human mom. He, he would go under there and
4: slide, he's the physical mom, yeah, because yeah, he, he could get down mop. in there and he just uses uniform as a mop. Oh my god, and he goes, <laughs> I was thinking about cross rating and getting a different job. I was like, bro, <laughs> you fit <think>? me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. I don't know what it was you was running away from back home, man, but for them to stick your ass underneath that, if you're, you know... Go back and face the charges, Whoa. son. <laughs>
2: right?
4: I'll never like, forget that, dude. Just throw yourself on the mercy of the oh, judge at this point. I mean, point. he was white and his hair was big glasses that they give us, dude.
2: <laughs> It even
4: had dust in those things, and I was like, "Bro, this,
2: this right here is the new recruiting video was, for man. the uh, it, it the was. Navy." Oh my god, I'll never forget him, man, But well, he—I mean, he, you saw more subs than I did as an aviator. I think I saw one time, like flying into the carrier, I'm like, "That's a big ass whale," and it was like a sub sneaking under oh. I've seen it one once, yeah. So, but you lived on them, yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, the 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 pucker factor that gets me the, the worst one I've ever had
4: was when they dropped us out in the middle of the ocean off a of Hilo, and then uh, my chief was. We were waiting for the sub to pick us up. Uh-huh. And the water was purple. I remember it was beautiful, man, yeah. out there. And we were out there for a couple hours waiting. And then uh, he goes, hey, swim down about 30 feet. Turn around and see what's coming at you. So I did. And I turned back around. And that sub, it's 500 feet, 15 stories is huge. And that thing coming at you, wow. it's, it, was, it didn't have to smile with teeth or anything. I was like... <laughs> what is that sucker right there and the way we get in it is hilarious you know they, there's a little rope we have tied between us and it just comes in it, it drives right between us and sucks us back we gotta swim This a long story but anyways Whoa. that's a hard duty yeah is
3: but that you, how we got on right really rabbit hole, man like a doing?
0: week on him or two weeks where yeah. his grandpa had to live on that sucker for the whole yeah yeah six months oh, yeah. I'll never take credit yeah. for having to live on one
4: I mean, I think two, two and a half, three weeks, maybe as long as the most. Yeah. Twenty something days because we were going from continent to continent. But wow, um, them guys. The only reason they have to come up is for food. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. if they got divers down, I don't think that they could just send them out. I mean, it's pretty amazing
2: that vessel. Yeah. That's so, creepy. That's a different navy though. Yeah. At probably, least to me, as bro, an aviator, we go, got planes, boats, and then or, or ships, and then bombs. Yeah. Dude. Those that's a different Navy, man. You see the chiefs,
4: those master chiefs, coming like, let's get back to sea. I'm like, well, Chief, with all due respect, sir, you, you don't really touch it, you know. i talking about like down you know, you know, here. I mean, these dudes, <laughs> visited, yeah, they're different, <laughs> and they love
2: it. They love being out there. No, oh oh that's a different world, man. It is, man. All right, yeah. so we
0: got on that because of his grandpa's. Grandpa <laughs> yeah, totally. took it. Oh on yeah, yeah, set yeah. So in World War II. So
2: my dad wasn't uh, it, it service related, but I just it just kind of stuck to me. So uh, I knew I wanted to fly jets for the Navy off carriers and then junior year in high school man that's um, what you
4: said you wanted to do
2: yeah from an early yeah, age man, man. my dad always i would watch you know Midway with my dad or like Sands of Iwo Jima I mean my dad was you know that type of guy so uh, and then uh, 86 I was a date myself junior in high school and Top Gun came out I'm like nice. son of a. Everybody wanted to be a oh pilot. Oh my god, everything. everybody! So it actually pushed me. Now I had to study harder and and all that type of stuff. So, I went to school down in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. All right. So is that kind of what put a, an idea of what it was like
4: to actually become a pilot? I didn't know because when I saw that movie, I was like, all right. So you got to be in shape. Everyone has to be good looking. <laughs> play <laughs> you volleyball. Got to look good in aviator sunglasses. Yeah, you've got to exactly. play volleyball. You got good, good hair. Good <laughs> hair. Because if you don't know, then then the the best part about the movies is they kind of set the role standard of what
2: they set the stereotype stereotype. Yeah. stereotype thank you so before the movie came out i think literally if you google like 1985 they the new york times, they were advertising in the new york times classifieds for navy pilots there was such a they were scraping the bottom of the barrel man and top gun came out and like recruiting went up 500% so that screwed me but you thank know, you I, tom, cruise. <laughs> <laughs> me, tom cruise help me tom cruise so i had to, uh, I had to, to, you know, bust my ass and study harder. So I went to Navy ROTC at uh, Jacksonville University in Florida. Met my beautiful bride, Susie. Uh, Been together since then. And uh, so naval as you know, anything in the military or naval aviation is a pyramid, because the Navy's got helos, they got props, they got jets, and in jets they got tankers, jammers, fighters. So it's a pyramid. You gotta, you gotta keep trying, keep trying, and keep trying to do your best. So, you know, a briefcase full of fifties got me a flight slot.
4: Like if you start one, one it, it's into hard
2: because they invest a lot of time. Like if if you get in helos or props, it takes a an act of God to, to transition to a different airframe. Even in that airframe, like right, right, I want to oh, go really. If I want to go from a Hornet to some other type of jet, it's a whole, it's it's a it's a process. So once you kind of get because every one of them so different. Yeah, well, it's a lot, and it's a lot of money, a lot of train, you know, time to yeah, to retrain well, you. So uh, I went through flight school down in Kingsville, Texas. Uh, Like we were joking about before, man, coming from Jersey and Philadelphia to Kingsville, Texas. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) It's different. That's different. (laughs) you shoot a bullet and hit somebody in three states. I'm like, I mean, flat. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were joking about people beeping horns and me flipping them off, but realizing they were waving. Yeah. So I had uh, had the best time of my life flying jets down in Kingsville, over the King Ranch. Oh, nice. Uh, I, I, I had a $7 million flight one time. So I took off in an A4, single engine jet, trainer, had some engine problems and you got one engine. So I start dumping fuel, cause I had just taken off. So I'm dumping fuel because if you land too heavy, you can break the you know, landing gear or, or if you try and stop, the brakes will catch on fire cause you're too heavy. So I'm dumping gas and I declare an emergency and I come in and land and you know everything's good. And like a week later, there's this uh, JAG officer, this Navy Lieutenant coming by. He's like, JAG-offs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And uh, Ensign Buckley. Hey, they came up with the name. I know. <laughs> they <laughs> you, called themselves You named that. yourself. Yeah, y'all call yourselves the Jaguars. Um, <laughs> I think they got in front of that. We're going to call us this first. Yeah, yeah, they tried so to. So you yeah. can't make fun of us. And when they say it, I just kind of like,
4: yeah. uh, did you say <laughs> that? You say that? <laughs> they, they called themselves <laughs> that, dude.
2: It's hilarious
4: to me. Was I thinking
2: that out loud? <laughs> I'll never forget the first brief they said that. I was, I was like, uh, all right, beat me to it, beat me to it. <laughs> So Ensign Buckley, you know, get, get in this office. I'm like, oh, shit, he's like, $7 million. You owe the Navy type of shit. Did like, "You take a check? Yeah, exactly. Can <laughs> yeah, you take it out of my Ensign paycheck? <laughs> so after me, like, the color ran out of my face. He's like, ah, I'm messing with these. Like, I just got back from the King Ranch, though. You know, I, we, we cut him a check for X amount of million dollars. I'm like, why? They're like, well, you, when you were dumping fuel, you dumped fuel, allegedly, on you know 20 of their hundred thousand dollar whatever they're called Brahmas oh or whatever oh my so we you know got a stroke of check I'm like oh my god he's like it happens often we have a good you know relationship working thing. relationship yeah we got a good you know they own half of Texas and oh yeah. they let us fly gosh. jets around here so that's it was funny that's crazy so but it's he also, knows the story. I spent more than that on a jet, sixty-five. Yeah, Ben,
4: you got the best stories. You're you're a un, one of the unique, the unicorn officers. Like, well, you can pull. That's where they write standards off. Of guys, Murphy was like that. I'm not kidding, man. Like y'all pull some stuff that people are like, whoa, what? Well, Whiz did
2: that. Let's put that in the SOP. Yeah, you gotta have. You gotta write the rule down.
4: And you move lines. That's hilarious to me. I, I very rarely do you have, you get two of those in your life.
2: Yeah, so, so this two, was, this yeah, was yeah, $7 million. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And uh, yeah, so the prize Brahmas. Do you want to hear the 65? Absolutely. Let yeah. me tell that yeah. one? Hold
0: on, let's pause for a second, because yeah. I want the listeners to understand you were a, what, what in today's time we're calling Top Gun pilot.
2: Yeah, and yeah, so I got to, after I finished flight school in, in Kingsville, I went out to Lemoore, California, mm-hmm. which when you think about getting stationed in California, what do you think? Volleyball, beaches, and stuff like that. Well, they put a master jet base in Fresno. Yeah. Just in the Central Valley, man. No yeah. offense to California. It's the armpit of California. Yeah. So when Susie and I drove for like a day and a half from Kingsville to Lemoore, we got there and all they did was change the sign. Yeah. From Kingsville to Lemoore, it looked exactly the same. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Straight cotton cattle. So I flew Hornets out of Lemoore for about five years. Uh, I did two deployments. Uh, first one on Lincoln and the second one on Kitty Hawk.
0: I just wanted to preface that because... Obviously, Mm -hmm. the movie just came out. Then Top Gun, and everyone's so hype about it. Um, Mm -hmm. So we want to hear the sixty-five. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, uh,
2: and then after uh, Lamore, I I paid Susie back with. uh, We got orders down to El Toro first, before uh, Marine Squadron, before they closed it, and then down to Miramar after they closed El Toro, Uh, and then I flew Hornets out of Fort Worth for about five years. But when I was down in uh, Miramar, I was an instructor pilot in the F eighteen. And uh, you know, I was a maintenance officer too. I, I got to do functional check flights. So whenever they did maintenance on a jet, uh, I, a guy like me had to fly it before we gave it to the students to fly. So is that a good deal job? Oh my god, it man! Is, right? You're about to find out yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> how good
2: that it sounds is. Sounds like a good deal job. <clears throat> so uh, they're like, "Hey, Wiz, what are you doing, man?" I'm like, "Nothing." They're like, "Hey, we need a an acceptance flight on a, on a new Hornet." So an acceptance flight. It literally just came from St. Louis, man. They just made this Hornet, brand new lot twenty.
4: Does it smell new in there? Oh my God! Is it like
2: better than a new car? Well, I mean, no grease, no hide fluid, no oil leaks. This thing. What is that? I can even imagine. That. Oh my God! If a new car man.
4: smell does something to you. What does a new jet smell?
2: So I, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. They're like, can you do an acceptance flight? Which it, it, it literally had, I think, two hours on the jet from like St. Louis to Miramar. So I walk out. From, uh, I'm all dressed, I walk, this should have been in the movie, Top Gun, I'm walking out to the airplane, and all the other jets, Marine jet Hornets are leaking, you know, they're like this, they look like death. And this thing, it's like, God put a little ding, like glint off the canopy. (laughs) Right. No drop tank. There's
4: steam music playing. (laughs) I'm
2: like, I have my own band behind me. Uh, Literally the Top Gun. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So no drop tank on it, no pylon, so it's it's what we call slick. Mm -hmm. It's clean, man, this thing. It's just, it's fast sitting there. So, yeah, I get in the cockpit. Sitting there fast. Oh, outside, I'm yeah. just breezing this thing in, man. So, I get out on the runway uh, and I, you know, full afterburner, and I'm like out of the airplane already. I'm hanging onto the back of the plane because it is hauling ass down the runway. So, I get airborne out of Miramar, get off of San Diego about 40 miles, and it takes all a uh, 7.2 minutes to figure out that this jet's perfect. And then <laughs> a lieutenant with extra gas happens. So the book says, you know, fifty thousand feet is the service ceiling, and I'm like, let's go test that out, man. It's full afterburner, push the nose over in the mid twenties, go supersonic, and I'm hauling ass. So I just start climbing up, man, and I'm accelerating going because you can't up. go straight up, right? You got yeah, a little bit about forty-five degree, in. yeah, sixty-degree climb. And I'm accelerating going up. I'm like, oh, this is... The altimeter, it's like Bugs Bunny, man. It's just <laughs> spinning, you know, 30, 35,000 feet, 40, and I'm still zipping. And I go through 50,000 feet, man. And I'm like, all right, didn't hit my head, so let's just keep going. And I get up to about 60, 61,000 feet, and it's it's black and blue. Oh,
3: my god! curvature gosh. of the
2: earth and black. And I'm like, oh, you know, you can hear angels and stuff.
0: That <laughs> and is awesome.
2: I'm like... Wow, I didn't have too much time to enjoy it because all of a sudden it's like khuh, khuh. so it does do that. Oh God, yeah, the engines uh, no air. <laughs> so the engines were like that sucker started hacking on you. Oh, the engines were hacking. <laughs> yeah, they were like,
3: oh, come, my on, God. come on,
2: come on, whiz. So there's no breath hold manual on that thing. You hit
4: breath hold, go up for a little bit, and come
2: back down. I'm like,
0: I'm so naive to this. Are you hooked up to oxygen? Oh God, yeah. yeah. So
2: uh, you're really not allowed up there unless you're in a pressure suit because if there was like a pinhole pinhole in the canopy seal I would have like liquefied yeah but you're a lieutenant
4: they can take that um,
2: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about yeah, yeah man. that's why they do I that. was there that's right okay. so so the engines are coughing I'm like oh shit I better well I got my altitude record let's go for speed oh my so, gosh and I'm hauling you ass you comms going Oh, I'm not talking to anybody, baby. I know, but are they talking to you? Because <laughs> oh, man. It could even, Nobody can talk to me. I'm all talking right, to just, God.
4: Right. Well, that's what I thought. I was just curious
2: <laughs> as to when that... All right, cool. So, uh, But I'm hauling ass, but it's so, there's no air up there, so it's sluggish. So I'm like, all right, let me roll over. So I go full stick, and normally down at altitude, you go full stick. I mean, you'll break your neck.
4: So it's like driving with no power steering? Exactly. Right.
2: I was like in a tub. I all was right, moving Jack. the stick around. The jet's just doing this. All right. So I go full stick, and it just kind of rolls... And I pull, I'll never forget this, man. Beauty, not a cloud in the sky, right? Blue, black, but blue, straight down at the Pacific. And I'm leaving the afterburners engaged. I am going the, the speed of everything, man. And I am hauling ass. So the last thing I see... What's my, that feel like? Dude, it's well, it's insane. You're talking like straight down, right? 90 degrees nose low, man. Do you yeah. have
0: butterflies in your stomach? Or are you is it push to the back feeling
2: of the seat. You don't have headed. time to think. <laughs> all your wrinkles? <laughs> you're right. <dead. laughs> you're, you're <dead. laughs> all your wrinkles went away, came Hashtag by. Maverick. If you want to come back looking 20 years younger, do this, right? <laughs> oh my god, dude, if I did this again. Oh no. I yeah. This is 27, 28-year-old stupid lieutenant. So I am hauling ass. And I was a political science major, right? So in the mid-20s. I probably came off good, right? Yeah, in the mid-20s, I'm like, dude, you should probably start pulling out of this dive because, you know, you're hauling ass. So I saw Mach 1.7, which, I don't know, 1,300 miles an hour, 1,400 miles an hour. Gosh. So I pulled the throttles to idle, and I'm going so fast that that reduction, it's like I hit a wall. I'm like hanging forward in the straps. And that really got my attention. Now the butterflies are like hawks. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh (laughs) shit. Ain't butterflies anymore. They're like, like bubblegum. literally a bald eagle in my stomach. (laughs) I believe that's a bald eagle in my stomach, America. So now I'm doing math, and I go, oh shit.
4: See, that's where that's where it'd have been over for me.
2: When they were like, "Hey, I got
4: done crunching some gimbals and got a radio it in," I'm like, "Roger that." Hey, this is we're not gonna make it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there was math involved math. in this. I'm done. So, shit, you know what I'm talking about? So I, uh, so I put the stick in my lap, right? I pull back, but in the Hornet, you're a voting member, right? So when you do this, the flight control computers go, "All right, Wiz wants to do this, but if he does that, we're gonna disintegrate." And we don't want to disintegrate. So I pull this and the jet gives me a little bit. I'm like, oh man. So it's just give me a little bit of pull and I am hauling ass still downrange. And I'm like, quick political science, New Jersey guy math. I'm like, I'm gonna hit the Pacific. And I can't eject. I'm literally if I ejected at that speed, yeah, I'd vaporize. You're, you're just gone. Right. That's why we put our we wear our dog tags in our boots, because in most aviation mishaps, the only thing they that's what they find are your boots. So I'm, I'm like, well, can't eject. And I'm screaming downhill, stick in my lap, and I was at absolute peace, right? I was calm. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of Susie and all sorts of stuff. No offense to Susie, but I'm like, the worst thing I was thinking about is I'm like, those son of a bitches are going to be the officer's club later, making fun of me like, whiz flew right into the ocean, yeah. going oh mock, whatever. God. Great story, though. So I'm hauling ass, and I'm like... I'm like, what it's going to feel like when I hit the water? Am I going to you know? So I'm processing all this stuff. And now I'm getting into the teens, and the air's thicker. So now the jet's starting to bite. Now the flight control computers are like, all right, we can give you more. And I'm like, oh,
4: oh come on. So what are you moving at? Uh, 100, 100 feet? For, uh, I think my,
2: like 40,000 feet per minute down, I think it was at one point. Oh I mean, it's God. just it was insane. So I'm like a cotton ball at this point, like with the nose pointed up, but my vector just going straight down. I'm sticking the lap and I'm like, oh fuck the shit. Got like my lucky strike out. I'm like, come on, baby. <laughs> What's your Victor, Victor? <laughs> exactly. So I come down and no kidding, man, rated, you know, fifty, hundred feet that I I felt all I felt was like water. And then I start climbing away. And you know, we have like two mirrors up here and I see a rooster tail behind the jet. And I climb on out. And I'm like, "Woo!" (laughs) Meant to do that. So I I level off, man. And I'm like, what the hell just happened, man? So I'm flying back to Miramar. And I land. And I, I walk in the maintenance department. They're like, how's the jet, lieutenant? I'm like, I just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <just like>, <laughs> I'm like the wink and the gun dude with the kicker, dude.
4: I'm
2: like, oh, <laughs> I'm like fill her up. <laughs> Cause I knew it was gonna happen, right? So I go right upstairs to my my office and I had an emergency bottle of Captain Morgan in my drawer and I'm like
3: Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen. Twenty minutes later, after a couple calm your nerves, it's like I'm like, Yep, tenant Buckley, the skipper wants to see. Him. I'm like, of course he does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cause the jet's a tattletale. Oh, right? My it's all gosh. electronic. So, I didn't have to tell him how the jet was. The jet told him. Yeah. <laughs> so, I go in there, man. And I was a Navy guy in a Marine squadron. So, this is a colonel right, now. Yeah, right, uh, yeah, so, right. I'm actually, I haven't stood out at of attention as a yeah, Navy Lieutenant. <laughs> say, man. <You're> <laughs> I'm, I'm drilling a hole right. in the wall, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It felt like an hour. It was probably a minute. So, right. he's like, Do you scare yourself? Yes, sir. He's like, you ever going to do that again? I'm like, No, sir. He's like, Get the fuck out of my office. Because I, I had a. It, it's top secret, but I had a couple get-out-of-jail-free cards that uh, I used all of them. Right. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. my gosh. Which
4: so, he knew that? That's a great colonel, which means he was a badass, too.
2: Oh, yeah. No, he was a, he was a warrior. That, that dude was a straight-up uh, badass. He was... Uh, they talk to you like that? He took Oh, yeah. Uh, that's You know what I'm talking about? No, I knew... I thought these were going to fly off... He was going to hit a button and my yeah, wings fly off my because they can jet. do that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Wait, talking to you as well, man. No. Just like... He was a leader. He yeah, was so... Awesome. Um, Man, that jet... I literally, sixty-five million-dollar airplane with two hours from St. Louis and point seven from me, busted that airplane, and I felt awful because when I went to go flying after that, that thing sat in the hangar and became the hangar queen. So they're starting to pull parts off it because they had to fly in a team from St. Louis to X-ray the wing spar. So they started it just. I'd, I'd hide from from this jet because it was just it's like why and I'm like walking out to I'm like oh you poor thing. So it wouldn't fly anymore, 50, 50. No, they, they had to fly a team out to X-ray the wings, so right, yeah. I it, remember it, you, it took a while for them uh, to get out to do it. And in that time, you know, the maintenance oh, crew was like, that, yeah, check, "Those right. are juicy parts, right? Man, right? Right?" And we right. need them for these jets. Oh my god! So they gosh. the team came out from St. Louis and they're like, uh, "Thank God I didn't crack the wings, but I overstressed. It was like 10, 11 G's." Uh, which most people, I didn't pass out because it was, you know, why the, the last 12 seconds of my life, why am I going to pass out? I want to I pay attention. Yeah, so thank like, you, God. 10 Gs, <laughs> 10 or 11 Gs, 61,050 feet, and then they said like 49 feet was the last reading on the tape. So the guy's like looking around, he's like, unofficially we will tell you you got the altitude and the speed record in the Hornet. Officially, we, we didn't tell you any of the dates. So that's when you should have taken the wings off and been like, <laughs> I'm out of here. Hey, deuces. George Costanza, man, I should have went out on a high note. Oh,
3: but my god. But that was so,
2: in, in Naval a- it's a self-cleaning oven, right? It's so, you know, I can count on maybe one hand the number of Hornet guys I know we lost in combat. They were all, it was all training or stupidity. I mean, when I was on the Lincoln, when we were doing workups to go to, for, uh, on our cruise, we lost eight we lost 8 air. That's well, cuz we train harder than we fight. That's exactly right, man. Yeah, it, it should be a letdown when we go overseas. Yeah, it I'll, is. I'll, it is I'll, most of the time. I'm embarrassed when I, you know, people are like, uh, you know, if you flew missions over Iraq. I'm like, I don't even want to. my 44 missions flying at Top Gun was harder than yeah, flying over I Iraq. Yeah. I mean more we got we kill we die. I don't want to say we kill each other, but that's kind of the nature of what we do sure. to push each other. But the, uh, true statement. Yeah. 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 It should if we go anywhere around the world to fight if it's not a letdown, we failed right, in our yeah. training. we well, not right exactly, and it that's better, part of it. That's part
4: of it being in that this 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 world. Correct, that, it, it happens. Mm-hmm. So people who look down like, "Hey, look, if we don't do that, then we'll get whipped."
2: <laughs> Correct. Yeah, but yeah, so that was so that you know there, there's a ton of stories like that, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, so highest to. Uh, the fastest so i set a trend in flight school with the seven million so i wanted to those are rookie numbers kid you got right, those so, numbers so up. normally <laughs> what year was this the hornet the highest to fastest like 99 okay check it same time i came in that
4: was a weird generation we're yeah. like really, because we're 19 right on the 2000 so yeah that cold cusp deal yeah uh, and then 9 11 happened which that was opened up the door for us so right after you did that did you get in any trouble they send you somewhere or did you just keep going
2: I ended up getting sent to Saudi Arabia, man. Yeah, so I, yeah I, I dropped my Because they normally
4: do something.
2: I got sent for 90 days to Riyadh. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, then it sor- wasn't without. Yeah, shortly
4: <laughs> after that is when uh, you know, our wars kicked off. Yeah. And that's when they wanted
2: guys like us.
0: And Dude. you were in the reserves at that time, right?
2: So the morning of September 11th, I'm packing for my trip uh, as a pilot for American Airlines, my first flight. And I was also flying Hornets for the reserves out of Fort Worth. And, and I'm packing. And Susie comes in and she goes, you better uh, come out and take a look at the TV. Somebody hit the World Trade Center with a plane. I'm like, whatever. I'm packing. You know, bad weather, small airplane. And she, she's like, that look, right? So I'm like, all right. So I go out and I saw what you guys saw. Clear day. You know, big smoking hole. <clears throat> and I'm standing there going through my aviation checklist of how that could have happened. And the next plane hit. And I'm like, we're under attack. So I, I still have my American Airlines uniform in the plastic because I, I ran in there. I pushed it out of the way, and I threw on my flight suit, threw on my boots. I had an old 89 Porsche, and I think I broke the land speed record getting out, of, out to Naval Air Station Fort Worth. And I got out there just as they went to Delta and closed it. And me and uh, another one of my buddies made it out there, Gruff <clears throat> McGrath. And we called down the maintenance and said, Chief, how many jets you got? Four. We said, get them up, get them ready to go. And then uh, next door was an F-16 squadron, uh, the SPADS, 457th uh, Fighter Squadron. They called over. And, of course, they're an Air Force squadron. They're rich. So they're tied into NORAD. Uh, so the general called over and said, hey, Wiz, it, it, you know, what, what do you got? I'm like, it's me and Gruff. He said, get over here. I got four 4 F-16 guys over here. Get over here. So we're a poor Navy squadron in Texas were like, we got bullets and and missiles. We'll hook you guys up. So Gruff and I ran over to the command post and literally two Hornet guys, four F-16 guys were huddled over, you know, coming up with our plan and the Pentagon gets hit. You know, they got all the TVs. I'm like, my God, man, holy shit. So those guys being proficient in stuff, they scrambled in their jets and Gruff and I got to the end of the runway, fully armed and ready to go. So I went from potentially flying in an airliner that day to shoot one down to maybe even shooting down a, a squadron mate. Most of the guys in my reserve squadron were airline dudes yeah. and they were airborne that day. Imagine getting that order. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, a week after that, I got like a photocopied letter from American Airlines HR, like, dear crew member, you're furloughed. So, you know, I lost my my airline job in the blink of an eye, but a lot of people had it a lot worse, right? So, uh, yeah, kind of got kicked into Jimmy. So that was my airline career, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> brief, brief. <laughs> so I, I got the message loud and clear from God, man. So that was a, that was a, that was a gut check for me, man. Nine eleven.
0: So um, after that, you started a business. Is that yeah. Right?
2: So. You know, most guys sitting in the ready room playing foosball or doing whatever. I was reading the Wall Street Journal. I I liked trading. When I uh, I got stationed down at Key West when I graduated. For like a year before I I went to flight school, I got stashed. Um, So I just, you know, I remember sending like a $25 check to the USAA Aggressive Growth Mutual Fund. And I'm like, because I just, you know, you you don't join the Navy to get rich. I knew I had to do a little something on the side. And then dating Susie at the time, you know, she kept and Taylor in business, and I paid the American Express bill, so I, I bought those two stocks, and that just kind of grew from there. So after I got furloughed, fr- furloughed from American, uh, thank God – well, not thank God. I was going to say thank God we got more funds as a reserve squadron so I could reserve bum full-time, so I went out there and uh, – Is that a pretty sweet deal for y'all? Oh, my God. It yeah. is, right? It's a rod and gun club. Dude. We were doing NASCAR flybys, NFL games, and we, and we were an adversary squadron, so we'd go down to Key West – you know, once or twice I'll a month. i play with them down there. Oh, yeah, and we were, cool. we were the bad guys. We'd fly bad guy tactics Y'all against kick the shit out of them, don't y'all? Dude, I know, well, right? it's a learning... Because all the students
4: are always like, yeah, we kick the mess. I'm like, nah, yeah.
2: come on. Well, a, a good adversary, you, you don't have an ego, right? You want them, you want to die. I want to die for the motherland as a bad guy flying my red air tactics. But if, if they make a mistake, we'll punish them. Yeah. We, I mean, if the learning curve isn't like this that squadron has a problem. Yeah. So, and the skippers too, they want like, hey, you guys don't don't pull any punches. Um, yeah, yeah. That's how we train. Yeah. So, we uh so I ended up popping up on the radar of this uh this like multi-billion dollar volatility arbitrage firm in Chicago and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I just I, I applied everything I was learning as a fighter pilot to my trading. Having a strategy, implementing tactics, contingency planning, not being emotional, having a checklist. Hey, yeah. if it does this, do this." Because most people, when they invest, they get emotional. Yeah. And uh, you and I, we can't get emotional. Man, I try and tell people when, when they say, like, oh, I'm rotating out, man.
4: There's no job description for a sniper or something. Like, well, not that title. But if you take everything we had to learn to get that title and just shift it into that job frame, I mean, it takes a while to, to slide some of the stuff into the outline. You lose some stuff. You gain some stuff. But, yeah. man, there yeah. shouldn't be any reason why you don't
2: tackle that. No. The business world, you can teach people – how to sell a widget or to do, you can teach people a lot of stuff. You can't teach them leadership. You can't teach them execution. So that's what I learned in the military. So when I went up to this, this Chicago trading firm in the board of trade, it, you know, teaching them how to debrief, like something would fail. And they're like, Oh, let's go over here and do something else. I'm like, no, let's go in the conference room. I'm going to be in the whiteboard. What went wrong? You know, I taught them how to debrief and you would have thought it was like, you know, second coming of God. That's how you learn
4: leadership. I was like, you're just sitting there and do all the debriefs, and you're just learning to lead. Correct. So, I mean, when someone debriefs you, that's actually a teaching moment. Yeah. And then you start off being a leader by regurgitating that stuff. Yeah. That's why you hiccup in the beginning and it sounds kind of formal. Yeah. But then when that smoothness comes in, right, and you kind of make it your own, and man, you'd be a leader and tell people they don't even know it.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: Those good ones, like you said, the the Colonel, man, they just, a lot of times, man, when you screw up, you whip your own ass. I well, got to do exactly nothing. right. You
2: know what I'm talking about? Like, you've already whipped your ass yeah. so bad, I don't have to do nothing. And, uh, either on the teams or in a fighter squadron, if you mess up when you get in the debrief, it, it's a very important pronoun. I. I yeah. You don't that's the only time with, you say that. <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah, exactly. I fucked up. The only time out. you use I <laughs> is when you fucked up. Yeah. Ain't no we or mm. us. Let's start with I, and then we can get it. You know, we'll get and then there. we'll
4: love you for that. Correct.
2: Yeah, we'll Go we'll respect. love you back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Most people, if most civilians, if they sat in like a, a fighter pilot debrief, you'd think we hated Hate each, each other. Man. But with the door closed, that's how we got to be. Doors open, it, it wasn't uh, who's right in the debrief. It, it's what's right. So we'll take those lessons, learn to get better. But I, I got to fly with the Blues one time with my buddy Intake, uh, and in that Blue Angel debrief, man, I was like, holy shit, these guys are brutal. Doors open, they They have to be best friends. One of the, one of them sneezes, they're all dead. So the we're we're, we're insanely uh, critical of each other behind cr- closed doors. And when I brought that type of ethos to that that trading firm, they were like, first of all, that that ain't easy for people in the civilian world. Like if I if I say I made a mistake, all what be is like, that because death's not online? Exactly. Well, but, and, and plus they don't want to admit a mistake. Maybe they get fired. That's because death's like not that. online. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, that gets rid of. That, she gets rid of that, because then <laughs> yeah. th- then you look at it as like, hey, this is what we're doing.
4: This friend said that the, the reason we we're so close is because we're best friends. That's exactly right. And when you tell them that, you can look at it like scolding. He's like, no, nah, man, this is how we talk. Because yeah. then you'll know if someone's if they're browbeating you as opposed to picking on you, that, that means that you've been keeping something back. Correct. And like yeah, you, yeah. you were trying to, and that that's how we learn how to do
2: that. Yeah. it when takes I, some time. But debriefing people in the business world. They always lead with apple polishing. I'm like, what do you have for the skipper that led this thing? Well, I think she did a great job. I'm like, no, 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 save the apple polishing for the bar. We're in a debrief, if and if you're gonna throw a, a knife, make sure there's a note attached. Not just throwing knives, but h- how are they gonna get better? And it's it's really tough for the uh, the business world to wrap their head around it. But the folks that do, they their businesses end up really exploding. Sure, and the good ones put those together. Exactly. Yeah. They'll, They'll hammer, hammer your, exactly your ass right. while they're teaching you, but it doesn't feel like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When
0: someone just complains, but they don't offer a solution. Oh no,
2: no, no. That's no. one of my that's biggest miserable. pet peeves yeah. in any kind the of business world, exactly.
0: or even in family. Yeah. Like, don't complain about something. Yeah. If you if you find something wrong with something, then present. Your idea of a solution yeah. to it. I'll never forget, you know,
2: when you when I got to my first fleet squadron, they put you on the skipper's wing just to make sure you ain't the village idiot. So I'm flying with him for like a month, and halfway through that month, you know, I'm getting a gel with the guy, right? And I didn't have the best flight, and we get in the debrief, and, man, he just he hands me my ass, right, with the knife and fork. And I'm like, and then I go to the officers' club later, and he comes in, you know, all happy. And I kind of do that tactical 90-degree turn. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes... Wiz, what's up, man? I'm like, well, Skipper, I you know, think you were a little harsh on me in the debrief. And he looks at me like I'm an idiot. He's like, what are you talking about, man? He's you like, said that to the Skipper? Yeah. He's, he's Way like, to go. <laughs> <laughs> deep, deep select for captain. I
4: mean, I would have never done that. <laughs> he goes,
2: man, I think the world of you, you wouldn't have these, you wouldn't be in my squadron if I didn't think you could do better. I think the world of your wife, I would be absolute failing if I didn't do what I did. And And then he goes, I took this the rest of my career, he goes – I can be friendly with you, but we're not friends, right? And my job is to, and I'm like, I'm I'm absorbing all that. I'm like, wow. That was like a two by four to the head. Uh, And I was like, that's pretty damn cool. So that was a big leadership moment. But trying to translate that to to the business world can be frustrating. Sure. Because like you said, because I'd be sitting there in in Chicago in my office and somebody bust open the door like, whiz, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, did anybody die? And they're like, what? Like, did anybody die? They're like, no. I'm like, then calm down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever you're going to tell me after this is okay, man. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Because I have had people bust in and somebody is dead. So let's just throttle oh, yeah. back. Well, you
4: know that. Oh, yeah. It comes in before they do. And uh, exactly. that, that's how, when, when skippers do that, that, like the old man, when the old man, when he does that to you, it's refreshing. 'Cause then you really understand what an old man what the old man is. Correct. Before that, yeah, you're, you're, like, you're kinda of like, ah young looking at <laughs> But when they man, when they turn around and do something like that to you, you're like yeah. it it's an instant kind of like, oh, oh, okay. I understand. Those <laughs> those
2: type of moments took out my career too. Those were yeah. and I would have stayed in for a guy like that. Those are the guys sure. who are like, you know what, I follow that guy up the hill, you know, machine gun nest type thing. If of he, he
4: if he became like that doing this, and that's what it is. Correct. Like, wow man, is that guy I really
2: it's yeah. a thing with us. Yeah, it is. Even
4: though we don't say it, like, man, I kinda yeah. I like what
2: you, I like your style. I'm tell <laughs> yeah, never telling that at all. I'm like, dude,
4: he's got a smooth style, man. You jerk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what an ass. Skipper's an ass. Oh, shit. Old man. Oh, er- <laughs> yeah. Kid. Yeah. So, I, uh, three years, in, you know, in the Navy, every three years you get orders. So, at the three year point, the grass was kind of growing under my feet. And they told me, I mean, Chicago's nice. No offense to anybody from the Midwest, but February. Walking from the train station to the Board of Trade is a survival that's not situation. Nice. That's not nice.
4: That's freaking rough. <laughs> I'm man. like stealing I mean, dude, scarves off tough, dead dude. bodies. They're hard like, as they come out there in Chicago. No. You don't have to church it up, man. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm the, a beach guy. The bulls and the bears hang out there. That's where <laughs> yeah, they call exactly. their pro teams at. That's exactly that's, right. If you're not February from Chicago, 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 you're not from
2: Chicago. They no. say that, right? No. Yeah. You're in Illinois over here, man.
0: I like Chicago in the summer. I Do not send me there in February. Well, Mel. So, like, so this is funny
2: because people are like, oh, I love Chicago. I'm like, let me guess. You were there for a work conference in May for a weekend, yeah. got a nice steak and left. They're like, yeah. I'm like, shut up. Great yeah. steak, pizza. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know. One time we had a um, a gala up there and when we left home in Houston, it was like 80 something degrees and I had flip-flops on. And the shoes that I brought for the gala were like toe, you know, toe sure. shoes or whatever. And we get there, I get off the airplane in my flip flops, and it is freezing, <laughs> man, and the wind dude. is blowing so Howling. hard. It like oh my howl, gosh! Threw. A,
4: no wonder they're so pissed <laughs> yeah. off all the time, man, because that weather. I had never seen snow before, so oh I joined my the gosh. navy, oh my showed God. up for boot camp out there, yeah. the blizzard of '99 in March. Did look you go at, to Great Lakes? Look at mm-hmm. my great mistakes. I was there. <laughs> Cha-ching. Yeah. Checked on board. Hey, I'm from Texas. Never seen this before. It's it, it, uh, yeah. like a different
2: environment. I yeah. was
0: like, babe, don't ever do this to me yeah. again.
2: Hardcore, It goes up. through you, man. Wow. Yeah. Right through you. Yeah, I know. So I'm not cut off. They, up, they, cut they told me at the three-year point, they're like, if you stay... You're here. You become, you get assimilated yep, into the boys They use that board. voice too, right? Oh, yeah. They're like, they start turning <laughs> they, gray, yeah, and I'm like. Yeah, it's like
4: this weird look they get. It's
2: so I look at Susie. I'm like, because she, you know, she's from Boca, and I, after dragging her to some crappy Navy base, I'm like, let me get you home. So we moved down to, to Boca, and I started uh, my own little financial company, Top Gun Options, teaching people how to train. And then about three, three or four years ago, I started Top Gun Fighter Foundation uh, to try and help reduce veteran suicide. I lost three guys, four now. Uh, but uh, four guys, four Hornet guys, to suicide. One guy was in my wedding, man. Sweet, Eric Swenson, beautiful wife, five kids. Uh, put a bullet in his head, and I'm like, got to do something about it, man. So put the ladder down. So three years ago, I started at Top Gun Fighter Foundation, which now we're calling No Fallen Heroes. Uh, so yeah, we'll get them right. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's what we're trying That's to do. That's what we're man. doing, man. Whatever the It's interesting because it's standard government, you know, the the 22 a day or whatever numbers. Uh, that that we were using is from three years ago. What's happened in the past three years? Scandemic and then the withdrawal from Afghanistan, man. Two wars
4: collapsing down, biblical freeze. In the past three years. I got sick I mean... mean, Most people are overlooking the fact that we've been through a kick in the shorts.
2: Yeah. You know why?
4: (laughs) Because Americans will get used to something. Exactly. And and they're productive. So if you're surviving through this and everyone thinks it's over, man, it's not. Yeah. We're just in it. I was like, the first part of this was you was getting your battle rhythm. We're getting we get used our, to it. Yeah. We get our asses kicked when we first get into the country, and you know that. And then at the end of it, just because we kind of get complacent, we want to come home. Correct. Well, right now, everyone's getting their rhythm. Mm-hmm. This, this Everyone's changing, and you can overlook that. You know, we don't. Correct. Obviously. Cause I, I
2: see it. I feel it's it. It's almost like yeah. they
4: sent. we had to go first, and whatever it is that was over there came here. Mm-hmm. and they're And they're having to deal with it. And it's, it's a... We got to stop that, though, man. Well, we are. You it's <laughs> like we don't do it like the leadership of man. I mean, it was slow as smooth, smooth as fast, so we don't jerk them around and scare them Correct. to death. That's a good point. We don't want to shock. Because no, that's how we operate. Slow we and are steady. shocking off troops like you can't believe it. From the time we came in and, yeah. and, and, and what they finished with a two- Full two, throttle, two, man. 20 20-year war. I mean, yeah. bro, you can't believe what that created. And I tell people, it sounds like, hey, man, right now the military is asleep. You want me to wake them up? Because you can't imagine what came back here. So y'all, y'all creating all this chaos and this havoc in our country, man, we ain't going to have it. We got a sleeping giant right now, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but it ain't, it ain't a giant, dude. It's something completely different. won't take much to wake <laughs> up either, No, man. No, no, they're no. They're <laughs> I got all the boys and girls on vacation right now. They're kind of slumbering down. Hopefully, keep your cell phone near you. Yeah, keep your cell <laughs> But we're going to fix this so we don't have to activate them suckers and get them upset.
2: That's the point. That's I'm, exactly right. I'm, I'm tired right, man. of all that. Yeah.
0: So you start your foundation, you've got that going on, and the biggest thing you've got going on right now is this documentary.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Can no no Fallen heroes, heroes, man. Bit about so that? yeah, Marcus and I, shit, we we went down range together. Different range. Yeah, <laughs> different range, completely different range, man. And uh, that was literally a uh, a life changing experience. I've never. It, it it's i get sad for a second then the new me corrects this the sad old me because there was a little bit of regret that it took 50 whatever years to get to back to me Stop man Stop doing that that's tra- you know? just
4: look at the first part of this was training Yeah and you never got have I mean, be like graduating all high school and keep looking back and getting pissed at what happened True. Yeah 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 right? No
2: well new, new me smacks me yeah, yeah, yeah. when when I get that little tinge. I'm here to remind you that exactly. That's my You're job. a good wingman That's right thank you he he does. I appreciate that He calls that, man. me out, by out the blue everyone's It's it's fucking weird cuz my phone will ring at the right moment man from this guy it's creepy. I don't know if you got cameras. Or, or, or I don't know what he does, but I'm like, but and it says Mark is my brother too. I'm like, that's perfectly timed. Um, Coincidence, but no, right? So no, God winks. That's right. So th- that's what I call him. So uh, yeah. So after doing that, I just, I, I could. It just completely, it completely changed my life, man. And uh, trying to put the ladder down uh, yeah. for this life-saving treatment, uh, it is. It, it literally changed my life. So. Uh, lucky enough to go with Marcus and some other great Americans, and I'm one of the few aviators that have done it because most guys and gals, when they get out and go to the airlines or whatever, FAA form. Do you suffer from PTSD depression? Nope.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to ruin their airline. PTSD career. means pissed off, tired, looking for something to do.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm going to use that. That's good. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, and it's almost as if... I'm, I'm sorry.
0: Well, I was just going to say, so Marcus and... Was go down to Mexico um, with Mission Within and uh, through the Vets program, which we've had the Capones on. Um,
2: Marcus and Amber, Marcus are and Amber, angels Capone. on earth, yeah, yeah. So, lifesavers. Um, yeah. After we had them, I on, didn't know you were so. Are you, is he's the on club. the radar now? He's got <laughs> he's got I was the, he's got yeah, dancing that's around the greatest, that. Greatest, greatest oh, okay, yeah. greatest, I to know what to say. So
0: we, go, okay. they go down and um, they and do, JT, JT, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they do Unusuals. Yeah. The unusuals, man. So they do this. Um, Buckle up. This medicine that has been really helping. I mean, it's saving lives. And anyway, so I wanted to preface that for the listeners. Thousands
4: like, of years old medicine. Yeah. It, it's, it's almost as if, man, I, not, I don't know if we were not paying attention. I guess we weren't because when you, what you said a minute ago is almost like I was in my job fighting as hard as I could. And you were too. And then I realized like our buddies are, that are suffering, like we looked up and saw that. And like, hold on for a second. And all the rest of this crap. New wait. mission. Yeah. New nine line. That shit, I'm not gonna yeah. let, we're not letting that happen. I, Correct. And I don't know. I, I, feel, I could feel that pressure like it was a little bit of my fault, but I, because I wasn't paying attention to that. Yeah. Because we are tough, right? Yeah. Don't show weakness. Right. But now if you st- if you don't show it, eventually we'll feel it. And then it'll bubble up. Yeah, bubble up. So the
2: the, the Navy does an incredibly great job of teaching guys like Marcus and I to compartmentalize, man. To put, you know, if I'm flying into a target and Marcus gets smoked, I go, I'll mourn him later. I got to go. How about that? Yeah. And guess what? I don't get to mourn him later because it's on to the next thing. And then the next guy gets smoked. So all those little boxes, man, they get shoved all down here. And one day it's like a jack in the box. Uh, you know, and that could be a bad. I
4: thought about that, man, and trying to grieve one of your buddies,
2: and then the next one dies. It's, and It's just they just it. keep going, man. Yeah, yeah, because
4: everybody, it's a everything moves with the new, the new, the you know, new. I didn't th-
2: thought about it like that, but yeah, a lot. That's the way I looked at it, man. A lot, a lot of little jack in the boxes that I people I didn't get to mourn or, or shit that I didn't, you know, in my own life I didn't get to mourn. Uh, and this medicine was just absolutely uh, incredible. I uh, I lost my sister to a drunk driver when she was nineteen. My sister Monica. We were that, like I was telling you, that Irish Catholic family. I was an altar boy, church every Sunday, a little coat and tie. I'd go to Mass and then be an altar boy. I mean, we were... I went to an all-boys, thanks, Mom and Dad, Catholic high school. (laughs) That sucked. Um, So we were that family, and then uh, it was my older brother and my two sisters were all at Villanova, Mm -hmm. and she got killed by a drunk driver, uh, broke her neck, man, and that uh, destroyed my family, my family. She was right in the middle, and done. And then it destroyed me because I'm like, what type of fucking God kills my sister and, uh, you know, and destroys my family. So I lost, I lost my faith. And then uh, my dad, he, he died of a broken heart because um, I played sports in high school and I missed the bus, you know, on the way home. And my dad would pick me up and the cemetery was in between our, my high school and, and home. And uh, he stopped every day. And he got out, and he cried at that gravesite, man. So, um, uh, on the medicine, I uh, they both they both came, and they both they looked incredible. They looked, they were perfect, and I felt a peace that I haven't felt in decades. And they went away, and I was I was mortified. I was it was horror that that they were leaving. And on the medicine, if you, if you don't, if you don't get it. God's gonna show you again, and they came back. And this time, they started to go away, and I followed them, and they went into everything. They went into me, I saw my sister, she went right over towards my daughter, Keeley, and it was, it was incredible, I healed. In that moment, I healed. And it was, uh, it, was, it was awesome, it was awesome. I've never, it was a peace that I've never felt before, and uh, a lot of stupid shit I've done in my life, Uh, in my marriage, in my, uh, drinking, it was, uh, God actually looked at me and was like, you serious, man? You think I, I got a pro it's all, I forget. There was a concept that I read in a, in a course on miracles, forgiveness doesn't exist in heaven because there's no need for it. It's like a foreign concept. They're like, what are you, are you insane? God was looking at me and everything literally it was kind of like that, like, you're good, Matthew. Now let's go focus on, on some stuff. That's right. Stop worrying about dumb shit. We got you. Exactly. The, when I went into the medicine... <laughs> he has a I'm, great sense of humor. <laughs> here's how I know God has a sense of humor. So I'm doubting Matthew, right? Because after, as the medicine started to work, all of a sudden I get lifted up in the space, and instead of being scared, I was just absolutely at peace. And it was just, it was it was beautiful. And then kind of like that, oh, this is creepy. It was exactly like that, this massive white light right there. And I'm like, oh, man, is that God? So I kind of focus on it, and I'm like, are you God? And then the music. God, there was no words exchanged at all in this journey. It was done through music. It was communicated through. So when God said yes, it was, I felt it. Mm-hmm. And I just like kind of exploded like... That was God. So after I collected myself, Mm -hmm. I came back, and I'm like, Doubting Matthew goes, can you give me a sign? And I shit you negative. Around that white light in cursive writing, the word sign started going like this. And, like, and I blew up again. And I came back and I'm like, now that shit's, that's that's my God's funny. It's funny. Yeah. He's got a sense of humor. It, it well, then that's when it gets scary at
3: the
4: yeah. same time. Oh, no, He's no, like, I was yeah.
2: terrified. I'm like, <laughs> it is.
4: Well, what kind of sense of humor <laughs> you got, man? You know what I mean?
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> you've had a dark sense of humor a couple of right, times right. in my That's life. my
4: point. I'm like, Dude, yeah. you know, it's funny. And then you start to realize what's, what What, what actually is humor. Mm. and that, man, you're always a learning thing, and love is impactful. It follows you everywhere you want to go. You're the yeah. one that goes down the trails.
2: Correct. And the boss is just kind of sitting there watching you. Yeah. Hey, you learn so, a- that's a great point because, so after I composed myself that, you know, the, the, the sign thing was just, I, I needed that, but it was incredible because then it was like, all right, now you're ready to go. You know, let me, let me show you uh, everything. And, he, and it was the most incredible, uh, uplifting experience uh, and it was like a movie camera, like th- things in my life, things that weren't meant for me, the answers. It was just, I, I can't even, words can't explain. Yeah. That was the game. That's just what I was so thinking. Did There's that, no way to explain exactly. Nah, do you it, think uh,
0: that brought you back to your faith after losing your sister and everything? Do you? Is that like a segue I am, back?
2: I am the most spiritual I've ever been in my life.
0: That's one of the things that I, like, I, when I'm telling people about this medicine, I'm like, it, there's a huge difference between drugs and, and medicine. Oh, yeah. And this, yes, you can call, we're all conditioned to think of a psychedelic as a drug because that's what our Correct. government has taught us. That's what yeah. our parents, like, War on I, drugs. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's huge. There's a huge difference, though. When it is used medicinally, it is so healing. Mm-hmm. And not only is it healing people, but it's actually bringing them Closer to their, their faith. We know people that didn't never believed in God. Mm-hmm. Like, it was never instilled in them. They weren't raised in, in any sort of household that had a belief system. Yep. And they did this medicine. And now they're, like, huge believers. And I'm like, that is so amazing to me that not only is this healing people, like, physically and mentally, but spiritually. Yep. It is... It's the whole mind, body, spirit. It really is bringing people back and to truth.
4: Reset your central nervous system. Yeah. And, it, and, and it's, it's a cure. It There's is. There's a difference between a cure yeah. and, and a drug. Like a drug, if they if you got to keep going into the same doctor, they keep keeping the same stuff where you're sick your whole life, yeah. that's not mm-hmm. a cure. Yeah. Matter of fact, right. this stuff's so scary. Like if you want something to really heal you, you're going to go through some pain. Yeah. You, oh, this is not. This was not. This, this isn't fun. fun. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: I don't know. I mean, we wouldn't make that perfectly clear when you talk about
2: like I t- like yeah. I get n- scared. <laughs> it's yeah. It's that no, kind. No, this of, was a like you said the other day like prize a surgery. fight. Yeah, you had man. To get ready for it was a prize fight for man. a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was so I was uh, you know I'm in my one man luge uh, and there's four four you know these guys they some of them sounded like they were getting cut in half by a saw mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like wow I mean they were. And I was worried too, because I'm like, God, you're gonna <laughs> you're you gonna kick me in the ass. Are you going one by one down here? What are you doing here? Like? And, I did think that I'm like, jumping, well, bro, yeah, Marcus, already, yeah. JT well, he started with me.
4: <laughs> you were yeah. remember that? You were one of the guys going <laughs> I'm through like, hell. dude. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I go down there for Okay,
4: so <laughs> <laughs> just in case y'all slip up and get down here, I don't want you to stick around and yeah. get back up.
2: But this is to to your point, this th- the, the And, and Martin had a great percentage, because the next day I'm like, I'm cured and healed. He's like, eh,
3: mm-hmm.
2: 5% is probably down here, 95% is the integration.
3: Mm-hmm. The,
2: you, there's work to do. This ain't go to Mexico for a weekend, take a pill, yeah. and your life's great. Uh, some of the integration was, was bad, uh, because what God did went in there, he, he turned on a spotlight and showed you where all the roaches were. And you got to kill them roaches. If you just kind of, okay, thanks, God, turn the light back off, you're going to get back in your old ways. But like, so we were talking about this the other day. I, I mean, unfortunately, I was a drinker, man. I, I I'm not going to blame it on being Irish, but I, eight, nine months, not a, didn't even look at it. Now I'm like maybe a, a glass of cab with a, with a steak. But even then it's, it completely deleted all that. <clears throat> I'm a coffee fiend, gone, caffeine gone. It, it literally was a control alt delete for me. And looking at you, man, I mean, dude, you are a different no, no, that's machine. A, that's the
4: best part is because it gave me a new habit. And it told me that I had to drink coffee in the morning one cup. Yeah, what? He, he had never drank never coffee before. before. Dude, and, I
2: transferred that
4: to you. In yes. Yeah. <laughs> no drinking, no sugar. Uh, yeah, he still you doesn't know, drink alcohol. When you, when but you wake does. up, right. everything, like I said, it resets your essential nervous system. Everything yeah. tastes brand new. It's the first time yeah. you eat pineapple. It tastes what it tastes like. Yeah. Remember that? And, and uh, That's so fruit. It took all of my habits away and then gave me coffee and a cup of some other cool stuff, too. I was like... Nice, <laughs> I'm liking the new I'm car. Like, dude What's up, man? I get to, you know, where get to wear the fishing sh- fat guy fishing shirts all the time now. And that's not part of it, but I, uh, it's uh, if you oh, the integration's huge, it's like going to school or going to a martial arts studio, study, and then you, you got to train at home, yeah, practice, yeah, you got to practice and, and go over that stuff. And yeah. it's almost as if it opens your life to your new routine, correct? But you have to yeah. set that in there, yeah, and if all you, if you do it. It's a lot, It's changed forever. Correct.
2: You can't. I mean, it's, it's. But that. So that was the ibogaine. The the the, the what was a day and a half late. Yeah. We did the five meo which you heard. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> that was a harsh. It wasn't a harsh. I can't say it was a harsh story. But I. I've never done a forward flip in my life, and I flipped in the bed. That was an exorcism. Um, I don't remember doing it. All I remember is accelerating, uh, into oneness, with light, love, energy. Uh, infinity. Oh, that's what I wanted to say on the Ibo game when God did the the sign around, you know, sign around the lights. And I'm like, it is God. It's God. And I said, Where have you been? And he said, I have always been, and I always will be. Mm-hmm he's like, where have you, he didn't say, where have you been? But I got the feeling like yeah. he's like, <laughs> that's how you yeah, know it's you good, <laughs> dude. You're like, man, you don't got to say a damn yeah, word, dude. It's it like, was kind of like, I've always, you, you've been a little lost, Matthew. So back to your point, I, I have never been more spiritual in my life. So going back to your point about using this for spirituality and, and those type of purposes, mm-hmm. man, game on, fights yeah. on, uh, absolutely. Because I've never, it took me decades to find my faith again. And like we talked about the other night, I don't wanna alarm people when I say this, I don't have faith anymore. I have knowledge. Yeah. Faith was when I didn't believe. I kinda had to like pretend ain't no faith anymore, man. Yeah. He it went You're full <laughs> believer. I bad. got a direct message. Yeah, was yeah. A difference. I was one, I was one with I get it now. When when ego goes and I was one with, mm-hmm. with source. And it it I could not have been uh better. It helped my tinnitus. I mean it, it just it, it, it life-changing. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, we got back, and I'm like, since I was one of the pilots, and we got a lot of air crew aviators that are all lying and just kind of under the radar. I have an F-16 buddy. He's like, dude, I've been in therapy for 15 years, and I pay cash because I don't want the FAA or Uncle Sam to find out. So I went back down uh, with the documentary crew down to, to the mission within, with Doc, uh, and we took some a- aviators and air crew through. Just great guys with different various levels of PTS. One guy, C-130 pilot. He got up, uh, you know, from the left seat to go in the back for something. They jinked, they bounced him off the ceiling, and he broke his neck. Oh my gosh! Another guy, F14 guy, dropped on what he thought was bad guys, and I twelve innocent uh, mm. folks. So mm. each one of these guys that went down to do the medicine man, it was it was incredible. But it was a, it was a different experience for me, man. Going back down, instead of flying around on my magic carpet with God and oneness and seeing my sister and my dad, this one was a little bit of an instructor pilot tour. Because mm-hmm. uh, one of the guides said, anybody who's come to do the medicine again, who's doing it to help people, the medicine's going to show you all of it. So mm-hmm. you can help people. I'm like, I wish you'd told me that beforehand. Right? <laughs> no, <I believe laughs> as I part of that, the man. brief. So
0: with this documentary, yeah. they're filming this whole thing.
2: They filmed it, yeah. They filmed it, and we uh, we filmed some of the integration and how the guys are doing and stuff like that. But yeah, we filmed we filmed the we filmed the five meo. I didn't flip in this one, but yeah. So we've uh, it's 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 an incredible project, and we're really even just talking about it is helping save people's lives because I'm getting messages. One message today is like, uh, you know, why is this only for veterans? I'm like, no, 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 no. But th- this isn't only for veterans. It's for any. Everybody's got trauma. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, has suffered in one way. This isn't just for veterans. Uh, but, you know, I call this radical healing, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're radical We're radical dudes. So maybe this, you can do breath work, meditation, climb to a mountain maybe to, to find peace or whatever. Guys like Marcus and I, maybe this is what God kind of put on the earth when, when oh, this I'll thing is. formed. I call it Confession yeah -hmm. it's like true i call it confession you need it huh on the
4: outside you can keep something from somebody no (laughs) (laughs) yeah once you put that in there man it's
2: like so so the second time i did the medicine as i could feel the medicine taking effect my head's shaking back and forth like this general rocking and i'm like oh i don't like this how this is starting this is not good until i realized it i believe this literally was god who had my head and he was just gently shaking it. With each shake, shit, stuff was bad, stuff was falling away. And I felt it. I didn't like it though. So halfway through this, I tried to lie to God. So I'm like, oh, okay, everything bad's gone. Go Let's well. get going. He's like, <laughs> hey, good enough. God looked at me like, did you just try to lie to me? Yeah. Also, a funny moment. He's like, okay, now there's more. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. Now it's a little harder yeah. and a little, little more shake violent. The shit yeah. out of you. <laughs> now I'm gonna. Yeah. And then I got airborne. But the the, the coolest part of this project I want to share with you guys, or one of the cool parts, is unlike you know Navy Special Warfare or Rangers or JTACs or guys like this, we have female fighter pilots and air crew. So when I started this project, uh, you know, I was, we're five white dudes. I'm like, let me put up the bad signal. So I called a couple female F-18 uh, ladies and. Uh, Sure, Wiz, we'd, we'd love help healing uh, from our PTSD. I'm like, great. And they're like, yeah, it's from, it any from combat, it's from rape and sexual assault. And I'm like,
3: mm.
2: shit. Yeah. I kicked over a rock. And they're like, no offense, why don't you guys go first? And then, so after we've come back, as of today, and I got an email from Arrow uh, this morning, F-15 female, we have four, uh, five uh, female fighter pilots and air crew that want to do the medicine and heal for this project. Oh, well. So. Uh, we want to show that it ain't just a bunch of uh, meat yeah. eater uh, dudes. So we're gonna put the ladder down and help some of these female that's so cool. uh, females out as well. Oh, well, well, you know when you go out and you come back better. It doesn't people
4: are like whatever they judge you. You don't. It doesn't bounce on it. Just it's like hey, I get wh- what you think, man, and how you feel. But I'm just telling you. Yeah, it doesn't. It's, that,
2: that's past. We're past all that. That's correct. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: What's the name of the documentary?
2: No Fallen Heroes.
0: And we're going to... Yeah,
2: we actually got a trailer right here. Yeah, we're going to
0: play in the clip on uh, the YouTube. So those of you that are listening on audio, whether it's um, Spotify or Spotify or whatever, um, go to the YouTube and watch the... uh, If you watch this show, you can see the trailer to it. Yeah. Um, and when will the project be released? What are you?
2: We're trying to release on Veterans Day. Uh-huh. We're trying to do our our, our premiere. Um, we did a soft launch down in Boca God's Waiting Room a couple weekends ago, where we showed like a 23 minute extended.
4: That's not tw- what? No no, 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 all that stuff's here in
2: Texas. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So th- all right, this is a four minute clip for it. Right, yep. Sweet.
0: Okay. Three.
2: Matthew Buckley. My call sign as a fighter pilot was Wiz. Served the United States Navy on active duty for 10 years, and then flew fighters in the reserves for six years. Being a fighter pilot for the United States Navy was the culmination of a dream. Dogfights at supersonic speed on the edge of consciousness. Life and death situations created stress, trauma, depression, anxiety, and fear. I was searching for an answer, and I found it. Shockingly, it was psychedelic medicine. <laughs> military does an incredibly good job of of training you for combat and and doing some pretty horrible stuff to another human being. And then when they're done with you, they do a pretty shitty job of transitioning you back to being a human. This plant medicine has been around for thousands and thousands of years. It took me on a journey downrange with these four other incredible men, human beings, veterans. As a result of the medicine, I literally found God. I took the hypogame. It was like I got lifted up, and then I exploded into forever. I felt infinity.
1: in this world is beyond logic. And when these heroes move from the speed of sound to the speed of life, the job really gets dangerous because so many of their wounds are invisible. Emotions get suppressed as a means of survival. Daniel Summers, who served two tours in Iraq took his own life, he was just 30 years old.
3: Sadly, he is not the first veteran to do so. 8,000 U.S. veterans commit suicide each year. That's
4: an average of 22 per day. We're here to tell you, this is not the way out.
2: Literally 52 years of ego, of regret, shame, pain, death, alcohol, drugs, disintegrated in the blink of an eye. I exploded into light, energy, love, indescribable. 80% of the volunteers in that study reported that the experience was among the five most personally meaningful and spiritually significant experiences of their lives. It was it was peace. It was a peace that I have never felt before. We're going to be saving lives. We're going to be changing attitudes. No higher purpose, no higher calling than helping your fellow woman, helping your fellow man.
1: On May 27th, with the opening of Maverick Top Gun, we step out of the cockpit into the real-life stories of decorated pilots.
2: We're going to heal everybody, not just veterans. Nobody's left behind.
4: You really fly like that? <laughs> I fly better now. I'm proud of you, man. What'd you guys think? I, I
1: thought, love it. Oh yeah, great yeah. job. Awesome. Yeah. yeah,
0: I love it. What do y'all think, Andrew?
1: That's awesome. I can't wait to see it for real. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, I watched watch the full eight minute version I got later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, there's no way. A, what a year. Was it May 20th we did mm-hmm. ours? Two years right? A year, a little over a year and a half ago. There's no way in hell I. I thought I'd be any of this I mean it's just been an incredible mm-hmm. I literally I've learned to give it up to the Holy Spirit and God and just um, he, it's flying lead I'm flying wing but I, I can't believe I'm, I'm furthermore sitting here with you guys but just on this mission because man as what it, what, when you tell somebody that number 22 a day or whatever it is the color runs out of their face because mm-hmm. it's not like the government's having a press conference every day like by the way so we gotta we gotta we gotta put down the ladder yeah, you know fights on we gotta save lives man That's so awesome yeah I'm excited
0: I I am too. I love it. I love that you're doing this. And um and how do people like what do you want people to do? Yeah, nofallenheroes.com.
2: Yes, well, I mean, the, the first thing we do, we're doing we're we're looking for for funding to finish it. Mm-hmm. We got we this all got us to the point. We got through the journey and stuff like that. So if anybody wants to help us <laughs> finish it so to speak, um cuz well, as you know, man, making a movie ain't cuz you know I talked to a producer I'm like hey this song would be cool he's like yeah that's 100 grand I'm like oh, wow uh, yeah. you can not <laughs> so, what it's unbelievable I I'm, you thought about I'm doing, learning a lot about this
0: Have you thought about doing a kickstart?
2: Yeah, yeah. we I'm looking at uh, I, I I will succeed or I'm going to die trying I will figure out how to uh, get I funded I think a
0: kickstart I was thinking about yeah, this yesterday a, after yeah. we had dinner um because like speaking of JT our friend uh JT they did range 15 all through a kickstart program. Oh, I didn't know that, did. they? Yeah, it was oh. fully funded oh. by by I'm sorry
4: man, I thought they yeah. already told you that.
0: Oh yeah, no. I thought
4: they kind of did.
2: Kickstarter. Okay. No. You, you, yeah. you get online and say we're going to film a movie. I don't know
0: if kickstart was the actual platform. You have of to those. ask them, but it was something like we've that. Cuz kind of
2: looked into a couple. I haven't dug I haven't yeah. taken a deep dive yet. And all right. it
0: was I mean, we donated on it because the people,
2: everybody can get involved.
0: Everybody can donate. You can pitch into the fight.
2: Oh, all right. You can
0: donate to you know the people that have ten dollars to the people that have ten dollars. Everybody,
2: okay, and they word of mouth it.
0: It's really. That's why I've
2: been focusing on the one. Maybe I need to focus on the many.
0: Focus on the many. Okay, Okay. and the one will show up. This is a a true, which I don't want to use the word crowd. Crowdfunding sounds cheesy, but it really is because it's this affects everybody, and I mean it when when. Marcus was healed. Like that, it's a ripple effect. And yeah. I told him like before he went, I started crying. I was like, this isn't to heal you. This is to heal generations. Mm-hmm. This is me. This is the kids. This is our grandkids yeah. because it starts with you. It helps break the generational chains and, and it, will, it will help us it's, f- for futures. Thank so, God you
2: said that. Because there was a couple things like before Marcus and I did the medicine that they tell you that I thought were like cheesy lines. The first one was, the medicine calls to you. I'm like, that sounds dumb. After doing it, I'm like, it does. Yeah, hey, you, man, It'll, you just you can't wind up down there. Feel, feel it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, the way we talk to the hunts, Let me, let
4: me be very clear here. Yeah. All right. I mean, we get just a medical strapped up with leads and a doctor sitting there over top of you and nurses. I mean, and, and yeah. It's different for everybody. And yeah. They sent my eyes straight to hell. So I mean. <laughs> I may have come out better, but it wasn't for yeah. lack of fighting.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm not saying dude. it's fun, but it's, it is healing. So anyway. And then I made
4: sure I stayed on the path so I wouldn't have to go back down in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that stove's hot. I mean, there's some people, yeah. you have a glorious life and whatever. I learned things the hard yeah. way, apparently. And you,
0: Everyone that does it, it is a ripple effect. So it does yeah. help so many. And that's why I think if you do it as a crowdfunding thing... Yeah i So many people would get involved
2: I'm glad you said the generational thing too, because this was another one i I read in the manual, right You can heal three generations on the medicine. I'm like that sounds dumb. It's I real. guarantee you and if you' you might not believe me, I believe this to my core. I healed my father mm-hmm. I saw it yeah. right He was healed, and then there's no way in hell. My dad growing up even knew what the word meditation meant, but the fact that my kids, my mm-hmm. son Matthew or Jack or Keeley no my, my son, they're starting to do mindful. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. So you're right. You throw a pebble in a pond, man. Yeah. This, this, this is a conversation for a flip.
0: whole nother episode, but I totally yeah. believe that you can heal your your people that have passed by. Isn't that great? You know, I mean, you can do it through prayer. You can do it through meditation. Mm-hmm. Definitely through the medicine. It's not Correct. even like you don't even to Be a to good work person. It. So it doesn't seem to. I it
2: mean, you just, you're, Isn't your, that sad, you're though, your good man. self. So, r- real quick story. When... Uh, I was sitting, Daniel Carcillo, hockey player, who, who's trying to get MDMA for, he was a Chicago Blackhawk, head injury, so he runs Wisconsin Health. He was sitting with Susie and my kids, and he was kind of peppering me with questions about the medicine, stuff like that. And he paused, and he looked at them, and it was like the sound of music. I felt like I was Captain Von Trapp, and they were lined up. And he looks at them and says, uh, how is he? And when he said that, like as the that words went over to them, I had a little flash of horror because they all kind of looked at me and they had this scared look, and I, I got scared. And leave it to Keeley. She's like, He's better. And that, I mean, that just meant the world. And I'm, so again, old me was sad for half a second, like it, but new me was like, Yeah, you know, here I am, man. And, and I'm good and I'm better. But to see my kids, they were a little nervous at first. Can we say this? But she's like, He's better. I was like, Shit. Well, yeah. It, you know? Oh, here it come- for sure, like, hey man, I come.
4: Apparently, I'm 20 years. I look 20 years younger. I mean, they don't even recognize me. Yeah. 20 years, come on, now. 25. Then a lot of girls, you don't like your buddies. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how uh, the microphone is in between me and
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, so. Oh my
2: God, how man. do people
0: find you on Instagram to yeah, follow uh, your story or oh, Facebook or whatever? Yeah,
2: great, man. Uh, official uh, E Matthew Buckley on uh, Instagram, and then like I said, nofallenheroes.com. Um, no fallen heroes on facebook uh yeah all that stuff man and so you know i was doing some research last night uh, above here because I, I had to figure out who marcus luttrell was you know because i was going on his podcast and you apparently wrote like a book or something <laughs> but I, I brought you a signed copy of my book so maybe i'll get around to reading yours someday but no thanks for having me this has Aww. been just your, for your hospitality this week and everything man and uh, thanks for your phone calls dude it, literally they are it's creepy or you know what it isn't because now I know I know <laughs> it's creepy no it, the, the, it's the time look at creepier I, I, yeah. no I, you we know go, what he's the aviator now because uh-huh. when I'm I'm stuck in something I look up and he rolls in from from, from I like close tell me I'm, I'm, just, I'm LPO he like, I, to I talk to reach out and roll call in. that's
4: it bro <laughs> I get along with both sides Yeah. when I show up it's for a reason just listen to me
2: I've learned that man. All I've right. learned that. But thanks for everything. You guys have been great, man. This is this is a god moment. I'm looking forward to it. Uh-huh. Maybe you guys can make it to the premiere of No Fallen Heroes of or yeah, one of them or somebody. Oh, we'll, we'll come over. There. We'll do a Houston showing or Let's something like that. Let's do a Houston like that, premiere. Man. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: I love it. We can throw some parties now.
0: Thank you so much for yeah. coming on.
4: You got it.